I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like you are feeling it in a different way. Like you, it's, it's wild. You know what I'm saying? The monsters come out and it's like, these are monsters. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like as Misha Green would say, it's wild as fuck. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, like I, I mean, I would just... She would say that to me, and I'd be like, okay, no, John, it's going to get wild as fuck. That's how she would say it. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, let's roll, let's roll, let's roll. Uh, what's up? I'm actor Jonathan Majors, and if you want to hear raw conversations about your favorite films and TV shows, subscribe to Watch Less with Kyle and Frazier. One plus one is three. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got something else going on, you know? I mean, I was, ex- I was very excited to come join Special edition, special edition of Watch Less. As always, it's your boy Cal, deputy editor of Complex's Pop Culture Channel. The homie Fraser Tharp is around. He's actually in this conversation that we just had. We're slap dashing this thing together and putting it out for you. We, if you're a fan of Lovecraft Country, shouts out to the listener who says they loved our Lovecraft Country episode and wanted to turn this into a Lovecraft Country podcast. We're not on that road yet, but this week we have a conversation with Jonathan Majors, one of the stars of Lovecraft Country, a show that delves into not just a world of horrific monsters and and, and beasts, but it also delves into what America was like not too long ago with the racist South of the Jim Crow era. So stick around, check out our conversation with Jonathan Majors right after this quick break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we start anything, we're recording this Sunday, August 23rd. So happy birthday, Kobe Bryant. Again, just want to get peace and respect, you know, get that out the way. I do also, I mean, it's, this is a pod. I, I may say this, you know, a couple of times, but, you know, right now, this is a podcast. This is an interview that I think we've been, uh, I feel like it's been a long time coming over the last couple of years. It's been good to see uh, this brother shining, you know, literally going from seeing nobody out there to seeing. I mean, if, if true heads should remember him playing Lil Man and White Boy Rick, I think me and Fraser, Fraser might have went to the screening for that together. I remember yep. that, that that was a fond uh, afternoon. A, a, one show we, or show one movie we bring up a lot on this podcast is the last black man in San Francisco. I think uh, for a lot of people, when oh. it comes to uh, critical acclaim and seeing uh, our, our our guest Jonathan Majors, it's uh, it's been his work in in that moving and very you know even in a time of a pandemic, that's still a very uh, relevant conversation for for a lot of people in a lot of communities. But uh, today, uh, actually, twenty twenty, even before we get into what we're talking about today, this man played Delroy Lindo's son had a hot spring. In, in, in Spike Lee's The Five Bloods, which which you should have seen because that was on Netflix and everybody should have took the time out to watch that. But again, the, the, the focus of this interview, the reason we have this man on the line is because of Lovecraft Country. Shout out to the reviewer who said, uh, when, when we, we, we did one episode about Lovecraft and uh, they said, we make this a Lovecraft Country podcast. So uh, I, 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 I warned you guys, <laughs> we, had, we had a special guest on the way. <laughs> Jonathan Majors, one of the stars of Lovecraft Country, which again, executive produced by Jordan Peele, J.J. Abrams, created by the amazing and talented Misha Green. Jonathan Majors, welcome to the Watch Less Podcast. Peace, 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 peace. peace, peace. Thank you for coming wow. on. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I, man. 
I, I do you do you look back at at the last couple of years and be like, damn, you know, I, I really been on a roll. Like, how, how do you what, what's going through your mind currently? It, lo- it looks like you haven't taken a break until now, right? Well, check it out. Uh, we we start work tomorrow. Oh wow! For the film I'm on now, uh, harder they fall. Okay, okay. Do I look back? Nah, man, I don't. I don't really look back. You know, I just kind of think about what you know. What's next? You know, clean mm-hmm. your plate. You know, put it out there. You clean your plate. You know, and keep it moving. That's what's know. up. Have you been? Uh, are, are are you are you the type of guy that's online looking at, at the reactions? I mean, we're we're a week removed from the first episode premiering. Have you checked out any of the reviews? Any of the any of the comments on the timeline? Nah, man. I mean, I'm pretty simple, man. I just kind of. I mean, I literally was hustling here from uh, the stables. I was just on some um, on my horse. Oh wow! Wow! You know, so like, you know, that's that's my thing, you know. But um, no, I don't have any socials or anything like that. So it it would yeah. it would take a lot of uh, intention. I may have too much ego to say, <laughs> "Let me see what's going on," you know. Well, or no ego. I mean, well, I don't know, but I, I don't check. I don't check. You can Wait. rest easy because judging from the the response last week, it's dope, and it's gonna be a new a new timeline show for sure. You know, right? That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's really amazing. You know, and it's uh, I do. I'm also in Santa Fe, New Mexico, so you know you don't see the homies out here. You know, so they nobody lets you know. You know, in New York, you know, you get on the train and like, yo, what up? Yeah, it's yeah, mine. Yeah, right. You know, and it's like, hey, what's up? You know, but here. There's no barometer, you know, so it's kind of cool, but I'm glad people are fucking with it, man. It's, uh, you know, it's for us, so so if we Bye. love it, it's on. I, I I think it, by the time you get back to quote unquote civilization, I think it, it, yeah. you're going to be getting a lot of looks, a lot. I mean, because again, you know, in in seeing, we'll, we'll talk a li- we'll talk a little bit about a uh, Sunday night's episode. You 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 were in the nude. I mean, we, we it's interesting because we talked to Yaya and we were talking to him about his uh. His, his, his regiment, you know, to make sure he was working out and everything. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm assuming Jonathan had to hit the hit the, the heavy bag. He's in there doing the push-ups and everything. Like, uh, was it a, was it a crazy workout regiment to make sure you were you were fit and ready to be in the buff on 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 HBO? Uh, nah, bro. <laughs> that's just, that's regular. That's just yeah. That's, uh, that's you know, it's uh, I played football growing up. I played basketball growing up. I was a boxer, you know. Word. I mean, lifting hay, man, that'll do it, you mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, I wasn't crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. I wasn't drinking a lot of beer, nothing like that, you know, but for the most part. And also, it's like this. Once you get the set, it's too late. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? True. What, and really, once you got the job, it's too late, because we right. can tell. Right. You know, you watch, you go, oh, that's fresh. Right. That's new money. That's new muscles. <laughs> Brother, don't, don't flex. Like, like, it, like, it should be no flexing on, on, you know, in the game, right. you know? So We actually had a joke on set where I'd be like, wait, 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 let me do some push-ups. You know, it's like it's nah. I did jump rope though. That's the thing though. I did okay. uh, while at work. I jump rope the entire time because you're doing a lot of running. There's a lot of movement going on in there. Yeah, thing. it's really keep keep the breath up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, I probably did the opposite. I did a lot of jump roping and ate maybe you know twelve peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. A day. <laughs> I literally ate one right when I I, I made I still have some in my beard. I'm sure. I was like, hey, <laughs> but you you burning that right off though. That, that there's no yeah. Way you know what I'm saying? There. Like. Like that—that's really the role, you know. what I'm saying the emotionality of it, the physicality of it, you know. I mean, that shit burns calories. You know, what I'm saying Yaya's my man. You know, we were we were in school together. Oh, okay. Yaya was a year above me. Oh, that's what's up. Uh, yeah, school Yale? drama. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. From Yale to HBO. Right. Hey, yeah, both of us, I guess. You know? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Did, did you did you have the did he talk to you about you know what you're gonna what you should be preparing for before Lovecraft came out? No, it's like this, man. You know. I got a seven-year-old daughter, man. One thing I learned about art, you know, and life, you know, what that's similar is that you can prepare as much as you want to, man. Right. When it's go time, it's on. Mm-hmm. You know, like like you have no idea what's gonna happen. You mm-hmm. know, that that's also the blessing of you know being an artist. You know, it, nobody's journey is the same. You know, like the beautiful work that Yaya was doing in his film and his TV show. You know, it's different from mine simply because of you know the character and the world right. we're in. Right. You know, the amount of days we got to shoot a piece, you know, shit like that. When the hiatus falls, you know, so right. nah, there, there was no, there was no chatting about it. Really, it's just you just gotta hit each other, you know. If you find another journeyman that's really on that on that same path, and I would say I don't have many, but I would say Yaya is probably Yaya's probably the only one, you know, right. the only brother that you know. If I'm in the city or or whatever, we'll get up and sit and chat. And, but yeah, you know, I hit him. You know, he got his Emmy nomination. You know, I hit mm-hmm. him. You know, yes, sir. Yeah, bro. 
And then he hit me with a, a screen grab. Uh-huh. Something he had said about me earlier, and I was like, "Yeah, it's my brother," you know. So that's what's up. No, nah, no preparation, just uh, just holding the space for each other. No yeah, doubt. holding the no space, doubt. you know. Also, I mean, you, you you talk about you know life experience and things like that. Being a father, you know, when you when you first get a role presented to you like a Lovecraft Country, and your your character in particular is dealing a lot with you know father issues and familial issues. Does you know? Yeah. Do you draw from? you know, your personal life, you know, be it you as a father or, you know, what you've gone through to, to bring that to this role? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, that's the short answer. And and what I'll say to that is that's your groundwork. You know, you kind of start with that. And then for me, I've, I always try to think, you know, as the work is moving forward, my life is moving forward. You know what I'm saying? So, for instance, Montrose Friedman, who plays Atticus's father, you know, mm-hmm. plays my father. There's certain situations in that that we go through together where it's like, what is the ideal situation for me in my life that I didn't get to, that I yet have not been able to experience, you know, with my father. If Atticus can do that, that's where it's different. You see, Atticus is actually in a similar position, but he's a different man, you know? Right. And so I take, I take what I need. You know what I'm saying? I take, you take your individual hurt and then you apply it to, you know, those are the, those are the raw materials that Atticus is dealing with, you know, with Montrose. And then you, you know, I think about my, I think about my kid. You know, like, well, what, what was it like? What could it be like for her? It's different because male, female, etc. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then you build from that, and then, and then, it, then it's key to deal with the fella next across from you. You know, because Michael K. Williams is not my biological father. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm already lit. You know what I'm saying? I'm already lit in a way because I got that going on. You know? Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I actually, I actually just got a, a fucking uh, FaceTime. I didn't do the option thing. From mm-hmm. like this ex girlfriend, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> wow, you know, so she, yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, hey, I, I was like, yeah, I mean, shit, man." Um, she must have been on the bus. She saw a poster or something. It said, "Oh, let me find out." Let me. She saw you know? Lovecraft trending like, right now. Oh and, you know. man! Oh, well, like, You mentioned that you know you're in Santa Fe, and I think you've been there since lockdown, pretty much, right? So with this yes, show sir. and with uh, Five Bloods, I guess you haven't really had like a big moment yet of. Uh, Going out into the like the, the public and getting that that stop and recognize yet, right. man. Right. It's like this, man. Ain't nothing but uh, I mean, respectfully, you know, uh, the demographic here is very different yeah. from I can imagine. say Harlem. Say Harlem, where I, you know, where I stayed when I was in New York, you know. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it's been wild, man. Like literally, this is like the most contemporary contact I have, you know, with the homies, you know, something oh, like this, sure. you know. Or go, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? I mean. I like it. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I really like it. You know, the fact that, you know, every night, I don't mind saying this, every night, you know, I pray, you know, Lord, just keep it, keep it humble, you know, keep it cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. to have a moment, you know, whatever, it is a moment, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a moment, you know, to, to be in a moment like this mm-hmm. and then be kind of held off someplace, you know, well, that's the, that's the prayer being answered. You know right. what I'm saying? Ain't no distractions. Right. Ain't no problems, you know? Yeah, who would know? I get up. Who, who knows? Go to jail. Right, <laughs> right. You know? no, because again, it's it's. I didn't even think about that. It, it's been a hard. You know, there were the early summer was very hard uh, for mm-hmm. a lot of people. You know, again, present company included. So, uh, you know, I, I think uh, and and it, and it, and it, it's not like anything was staved off. It was still bad, but but to be able to say, you know, you know, praise God that uh, you know, you had a place where you could stay and not yeah. have to engage. I mean, that, that's yeah. that's very key. That's very key for mental health as well because you, you, once you yeah. get locked in a situation, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, bro, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also feel like it. Well, and, and it, it, it's, I mean, I guess it, it tying it in the Lovecraft because, I mean, it's kind of like the, the roots of a lot of what's going on now is based off of what's going on in that show. I mean, when, when you first right. when, talk about, you know, what it was about, you know, the show that drew you to this particular, this role playing, playing Atticus. Man. So I mean, off top the sequence, right. You know, when I first got the script, you know, we've all seen, hopefully, well, I know we have, we've yeah. all seen the opening, right. The mm-hmm. thematic overture at the beginning of one-on-one. Yeah. Well, that's the first, that's the first thing I read. You open the script, you read that, you go, whoa, fuck me, man. You know, it's like, are you going to do this for real? You know? <laughs> and, then, and then you wake up, you know, then Atticus wakes up. And it's, it's what I call dog shit reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's really just talking and listening with this, with this, with the queen, right? Uh-huh. You know, oh, we just went over a bridge. Well, you know, farewell, you know, Jim Crow. 
You know, yeah. good rhythm, so Jim Crow, that's the end of it, you know? Mm. It's just so simple, you know what I'm saying? That's one thing I really liked about it, the fact that Atticus, to me, was a very simple fella, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Very, 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 very complex, but only because he had experienced so many things, mm-hmm. you know? It's not the fact that he was trying to be complicated, he wasn't tortured anyway, you know what I'm saying? It's the fact that he just had such a, a pure engine, you know what I'm saying? And, and, be, and because of that, the things he metabolized, he really metabolized, and they really yeah. stuck with him, you know? And so at the end of, we call it one-on-one, right? At the end of the pilot, yeah. at the end of the script, before we get to the house, it's clear to me, you know, okay, he's a war veteran. He's a bibliophile. He's a father. I mean, he's a he's a, uh, uh, he's the son of a father. You know, he's a nephew. You know, he's a black man. Y'all heard that new Pharrell Ho song? Yeah. yeah. What do you yeah, think of entree. it? Oh, I love it, man. Yeah? It's, it's like... I got, I like I do like it. I mean, I like I like it a lot. You know, I like the video more. Than the I ain't watched the video. You gotta yeah, watch yeah, the video. Yeah. The video's really. I will. Good. I will. Yeah. Okay. I watch it. I watch the video it, but, to uh, me kind of like it kind of accomplishes what they were going for more than the bars do. Bet. Bet. You know? That makes bet, sense. That bet, makes bet, sense. Bet. Bet. I was listening to it before we got on. Mm. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Actually, I've been listening to it all this all this morning. If I'm being honest, I'm like one of those, <laughs> one of those repeat one of those repeat heads. I put it on and I, I rock with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but to Atticus, he had all those things inside of him. You know what I'm saying? I thought, well, shit, we've not seen this before, you know. And even even where I was in the trajectory of the roles that had come, you know, to me, I always look for the uh, what is the experience, what is the complexity of the role, you know. Uh, and you kind of have to dig, and sometimes you have to craft it, you know. But in this case, probably because of Misha Green, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, who's not going to write some two dimensional. Black character, you know, right. black character. She's not gonna do that. Jordan Peele's not gonna sign off on that. You know, it was all it was all there, and so it was a. Uh, I mean, bro, it was a cornucopia of like get like get it in. You know, it was mm-hmm. like it was a huge opportunity. You know, what I'm saying the ambition of the man that was built was high, and I really don't want to fuck with something unless uh, the responsibility's up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like unless it's gonna cost me something, I don't really want to engage. You know, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, you feel me? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. You know, we were talking about the reaction to the pilot um, last week on Twitter, and I think one of the reasons that it's obviously the show's great and always would have hit no matter when it dropped, but I think dropping this summer, it really resonates in a crazy way. So a little bit of an unfortunate way when you look at some of the parallels, you know, with what's been going on and all the uprisings and everything. I love that you said that, man, because that's one of the things you hate hearing. You know, it's like, oh, my God, look how relevant your your work is. How relevant, right. you know, it's so prophetic. I was like, nah, dog, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it would have it made sense and would have made an impact at any point. You know, I think there is something when art meets politics, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, when right. art really is uh, for the people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And also, and also, I mean, not to get too, you know, on it, but like by the people, like, I'm just I'm just a homie, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I got my education. I wouldn't got that, you know. I did that, but the whole cast, you know, what I'm saying Courtney B. Vance, like, <laughs> if you talk to Courtney, you know, that's just a. I mean, he's not down home because he's a Yankee, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you know, it's just a brother, you know what I'm saying? Michael K. Williams, yeah. you know, it's just it's us. Angie Noel is, you know, is from down home, you know. Mm-hmm. You can hear that, you know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah. is a piece, you know, by the people, right. you know what I'm saying? Journey Smollett, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, bringing the heat, you know, so. That's why it hits the way it's hitting. You know what I'm saying? Like we we could have we could have made it glossy and all that stuff, you mm-hmm. know. But we wouldn't wouldn't nobody fucked with it for real. You know what I'm saying? Right. It would have been like, oh, this is a really cool show. Let's watch it because we in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna be honest with you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Let's watch it because we in it. And it seems you know, it, it would seem more polemic. You know what I'm saying? Than political. You know, yeah. than of the people. You know what right. I'm saying? This is for the proletariat. This is for the working class. All of us. You know what I'm saying? 100. But to, but to hit now, you know what I mean? It's like. It feels, it feels like Harry Belafonte, you know what I'm saying, or Muhammad Ali, you know what I'm saying, and, and the tertiary work they were doing in, in politics, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, when they were using their, Ali was usually, I mean, literally using his hands, you know what I'm saying, to move his political agenda forward. You know, mm-hmm. Harry Belafonte was Sidney Poitier, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you yep. can throw in Brother Marlon Brando in that conversation if you want to, you know what I'm saying, for right. the indigenous people of America, mm-hmm. you know, so that's where we're at now, you know, and so... 
and it's dope. I mean, I mean, let's just. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, it's dope. It's not like it's not like it's like. Oh my god, what an important piece, you know? This, right. this, this, and this. You know what I'm saying? I left here a long time ago. We don't. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it worked. It's 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 fun. It's mm-hmm. for exactly. us, you know. And the message we're giving is propping up and pushing forward those who are you know on the front lines with these protests. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Those who have an agenda, you know what I'm saying, to make things better. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Also, it completely, you know, fucks up the agenda of those who are, you know, attempting to hold up this white patriarchy. You feel exactly. me? Exactly. Yeah. And it's dope. That's and the most important. Dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the most important thing. I think you know, a lot, it's of, not a lot of art sometimes just it, it gets uh kind of held up in being important. Right. And, you know, yeah. it can come off as a little humorless or a little joyless. Too. Yeah. And this has a very fun balance. Yeah. yeah I, 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 doing the junket, I, I I think it was, I might have been talking to Michael K and, and just mentioning yeah. the fun in the show and to see his face light up. So I think, I think people forget, it, it, you know, he's searching for his father and there's these monsters and it's Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm watching and I'm like, damn, that music selection was dope. Or, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm picking out because in episode two, there, I, I I took the picture. I sent it to Frazier because there's a, there's a shot of Atticus by the window with the yellow shirt and the pants. I'm like, oh shit, that's Luke Cage right there. Like, there's so many <laughs> hidden references in there to both like pop culture and horror that for I think for me and like people that can cons- we're consuming stuff while also being you know aware of what's going on. There's so yeah. much candy in there for in, in this in this show in particular. That's the cool part about it, man. Like. One of the things I really love is the is the show is about legacy. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely a part of it, you know. And it's not just again, it's by the people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we walking around with the legacy. So here I come, here we all come, right? Actors from from you know twenty we shot this we shot in twenty nineteen, you know what I'm saying? The lion's share we shot in twenty nineteen. From twenty nineteen stepping into a a world that's in the nineteen fifties, right? And then you hear music from two thousand twenty. Yeah. Two thousand nineteen, you know what I'm saying? Or you hear a song from 1970, right? Right. Oh, oh, the 60s, excuse me, Whitey on the Moon, right? Yep. That's the dopest moment as far as, you know, a thrust of, of connectivity mm-hmm. that I've really experienced. You know, about to, we're about to see this in uh, episode two, or, they, or people have seen this in episode two. So it goes like this. You see Atticus. Atticus Friedman is the ancestor of this brother. You know what I mean? You know, and so so you have three generations, three lines of us yeah. moving through this space, right? And it's getting pushed out to my daughter's seven years old. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she ain't watching it. Yeah, I was I mean, gonna she say, she, she allowed to watch you it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you know, but but I show her clips, you know, like yeah. like that that's when I get to it. But you know what I mean? Like like that that's beautiful. That's art. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's not it's not just banging our heads for the fuck of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's a connectivity, the drums that we had on the Ivory Coast on the Gold Coast are the same drums that we banging down the street, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Down home in Texas, up in New York, wherever we wherever we may be, you know what I'm saying? It's it's in us. Yeah. You know? I, I I I knew about Whitey's on the moon. So when I saw the title of the episode, I'm like, yeah, that's dope. Of course they would do that. But at, at like uh, it's so I, I I usually get mad at shows that like there's a lot in an episode, but I think the way that Lovecraft like it never stops. Like it the pace is always moving and we're always getting mm-hmm. to the next thing. So while I definitely remember what happened 20 minutes ago, wh- <laughs> what we were worrying about then, it has nothing on what we're worrying about now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, I, and getting once that point hit, I'm like, of course that's the song they're going to use when this man is being pulled back and forth with all these, fo- like yeah. it, it's just, it's such, br- and then I'm looking at the time. I'm like, wait, there's still like another 15 minutes in this episode. <laughs> like normal shows would stop it at that point. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. We get these cool shots and like there's because the, that. I mean, then we get you know the car crashing. You know, Unk man, I I, I felt for Unk, yo. That, that oh. was, R.I.P. out to Courtney. Yeah, I mean, yo. I, 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 I felt like it was coming, but I was still surprised. It was handled George, really well. man. When he made it out of out of out of the pilot alive, I was like, oh okay, maybe they're not gonna you know. Kill yeah. a mentor, Take and the then God. they got to this one like, damn. Yeah, yeah man, that that was early on. Mm-hmm. We shot that, and it was the first day because you know Michael K's not in not in the first one, right? He's not right. in yeah. the pilot, right. you know. So that's the first day you had, you know, the um, a good amount, you know, of the principals. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Atticus, Letty, Uncle George, and Montrose. Mm-hmm. 
it's the first time Montrose was added to the mix. You know, it's literally his first day. And, man, when we shot that, it talk about bringing in the ancestors. I was actually listening to a song on my uh, iPod called A Tune for Pop, which is a song my uncle wrote oh. for my grandfather. Okay. But wait, who, who's your who's your uncle? Is is he a, 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 a artist, a musician? Yeah, he's a jazz, he's a jazz musician, Charles Anderson. He does uh, uh, Christian Christian jazz. Okay, uh, okay, that's dope. Very 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 cool guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he is my inspiration for Uncle George. Okay, yeah. okay. So and so I'm listening to that, and Journey is you know, you know we're, we're outside, we're walking up and down, we're fighting the light, you know, and I'm coming out hot, you know, and he's coming out hot because he just ran out, you yeah. know. And we're sitting there, man, we, we get to walk up and, you know, as the scene plays out, you know, there is, it's a um, procession, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As as Letty and Atticus begin to walk towards, essentially, the hearse, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? And it's in that moment you realize, well, I realized that the how much Atticus was attempting to protect everybody. It's the first time it all dropped in, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the first time we see our hero fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know, and he and he fails as mentioned. He didn't even know he was trying to uphold, right? You know, right. and the final line that that said said in that episode is, uh, uh, "I'm sorry, Uncle George." Yeah, uh, it's so strange to talk so freely about it. I'm like, I feel like I'm fucking. I feel like I'm spoiling. Nah, you, we, we, I <laughs> you promise you, that this is dry. We're, 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 we wouldn't do that to the people. You talking yeah. about it freely, it sounds crazy because of how it normally is. We're the ones that are then having to turn this around and try and, you know, make this a thing for Monday. So after people watch it, if they if they want to get more, you know, and get a little Bet. in tune to the episode. It's it's a lot. But, uh, you know, we, we want I, I would much rather have this conversation with you than the normal, you know, wait until you see one. this. Yeah, right. Right. It's no fun. It's so, no uh, but uh, I, I, in hearing you talk about, it, I'm, I'm th- I, I guess he's sorry because in a way he had to make that choice. He was driven to the choice between Letty and and, and Uncle, but uh, he 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 had to do something, and he 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 went to her as opposed to you know going back to the cars. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's deep because because uh, it wasn't scripted. You see, that was no. that's what I was trying to get at. That that whole thing wasn't scripted. Wow. Once Atkins gets to the car, the movie's over. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shows over, you know, and again, all of us coming together because we shot it once. And um, I remember saying to Dan Sankheim, who was the director of that episode, you know, he said something to me. I said, Man, because we had shot it, you know, and he was like, Great, great, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> and I was like, You know, I mean, I, I, it was one of the first one times I didn't really check in with anybody. I was just kind of like, Nah, we, we gotta go again, man. Mm-hmm. We gotta go again. And again, as I said, we pressed, we pressed for the light. and and he was trying to move on. And I said, no, we got to go again, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? And I looked over at Journey, and Journey was just, you know, whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. you know? Just to at least get it shot so you can have it just in case, you know, somebody it just Well, here's a, here, this is my take, man. I'm just gonna, I just say it, it wasn't right. The mm-hmm. first time we shot it, it wasn't, it wasn't right. You know what I'm okay. saying? And I remember, and then Misha came out. Misha came out and said, uh, uh, what's wrong? I said, we got to go again. We just got to go again. So uh-huh. That's not, everybody. in my opinion, everybody didn't show up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about the actors. I'm talking about everybody Everybody that got the actors to where they were. You know what I'm saying? Like, our folks didn't show up. And I remember saying to uh, saying to Misha, I said, if y'all want to go with that, I'm in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? She's wow. first I used her. Like, I'm, at, I'm, at, you know, I'm in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, she was like, no, we go again. We'll go again. We're going to go again. You word. know what I'm saying? And I kept saying, you know, it's for the homies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's for the homies. Somebody's going to watch that and be like, that's that's for the homies. You know, and we hit that bitch, man. We we went in, we went out and we did it again. And I we said, hit it. I sent Frazier the text when I saw it because he, he like he'd seen the screeners and I was I was going through and I was like I literally said I'm hurt man R.I.P. and he hits me back, back. like I knew he said I knew that one was coming like it was that was that's a real moment yeah. I felt like I lost yeah. my that uncle for a second you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and again yeah. I think that kind of just speaks to uh, the beauty of uh, again what what you guys are doing as an ensemble but like Courtney B Vance specifically. Right. As as yeah. as an actor and as a talent, yeah. like anytime yeah. you know he's in there, even if he's in there for a little bit of sunshine, he's gonna do. He's gonna show up and show out. He's so impactful. You know what I'm saying? He's so impactful, and he's uh, he has such a way of letting everybody in. Mm-hmm. You know, and he don't gotta do that. It's quite right. advanced. You know what I'm saying? Legend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Y'all gotta do that. Um, now you know. We, going back to the Jim Crow stuff we were talking about, what is it like to live in that? Because, you know, uh, us being three black men, we've heard, we know all about that. We've even heard some firsthand experiences from mm-hmm. that era, I'm sure. But 
watching the show, it kind of strikes me almost as like, in a way, Mad Men is where it's like, it doesn't just feel like a period piece. You're like fully immersed in it. Right. And it can still yeah. be crazy to see some things like the, you know, the segregated stops, like the white people at the gas station, all that stuff. Even yeah. knowing that it happened, it's still crazy to see. So I'm interested to know how it is to live in that that era when you're on set. It's deep, man. I mean, this is a big country, you know, that we live in. And, and I I grew up in a town called Cedar Hill, Texas, you know, outside of Dallas. And then also spent a lot of time in Riesel, Texas, on my uh, grandparents' farm. The, the, the spirit, the ghost of Jim Crow is heavy mm-hmm. there, you know. It's very heavy. So I had that, you know, a lot. I had that in my in my body, you know, and I remembered it. But I, I, you know, North Carolina, New Haven, etc. You know, I kept getting out of it. You know what I'm saying? All right. So when we hit set, and I mean, we talk about the pilot. You know, that that bus breaks down, uh, or the first episode, the bus breaks down, and you know, you're outnumbered. You know, you are outnumbered and outgunned. You know, and the intent is to. Uh, it just feels like I mean, there's criminal intent. Everybody's looking at you with criminal intent. Right. You know, that's what it yeah. feels like. It's like, oh man, like the fear factor is no longer there. See, that's the that's the difference I would say between the time periods. It's the first time I'm thinking about this because when I was growing up, yeah, there was there was uh, yeah, it was, it was tough. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it's the South. You know what I'm saying? It's Texas, whatever. You know, but what I didn't experience there, what I what I had on my side there which is odd to say, is that they also feared me. Mm-hmm. You understand? Jim Crow era, there is no fear. Right. It was right. reversed there is no, anything else. Yeah, they, they, they do not fear you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like women aren't clutching their purses. They're daring you. 100%. Yeah. Right? Because right. we will take, we will, if you don't move off the sidewalk, right? right? That's, a, that's the thing. There's a moment where we get out the car and we're walking uh, this is in one again. Mm-hmm. We're walking into the diner, and there's a white, there's white folks walking towards us, right? A pair of white ladies are walking towards us, mm-hmm. and we don't move off the curb. That is, I mean, that's some fuckery right there. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah. that, like that's what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. That's what was expected. You know what I'm saying? Let, I mean, we don't even talk. I mean, that's. We're not even talking about getting pulled over by a police officer. Right. We're talking about right. literally walking down the street. You can't walk in the street. No. You know what I'm saying? When Letty drops her glasses and looks that person, looks that white lady right in the eye. Yep. You know that is a hanging offense. I bullshit you not. No. Yeah, a yeah, hanging yeah. offense. Right. You know the entire. I remember. Watch this. I remember when we were at, we were at the gas station, and we were we were setting it up, and Uncle George was there, I was there, Letty was there. And it's when the uh, the teenagers begin to antagonize us, right? With the, with the monkey, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, the first time we were doing that, there's a moment where Atticus was to charge the guy, was to walk at him pretty forcefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we get in the car and run off. Uncle George, Courtney Van said, oh, no, you can't do that. Right. We can't do that. If we were to do that, we wouldn't even get to the slow chase scene. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That boy would have called whoever, and we would have been hung up, put out someplace, chopped yeah. up someplace on the side of the ditch. You know what I'm saying? Been Emmett Till. To, I mean, that's Emmett Till. You know what I'm saying? So to live in that, my mm-hmm. brothers, you know, because that was the environment. It wasn't just like, oh, racism, blah, 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 blah. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, it was like, oh, this is this is real oppression. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like like the the game is fixed and rigged, and they are showing you how it's rigged. Fact, you know what I'm saying. You skating with one wheel. You feel me? Right. Yeah. And you see a lot of that next week. Not to not we not we won't spoil that one for the people. Oh right. yeah, of right. course. Next week really yeah. gets into a lot yeah. of that. Yeah. It does, which is dope. You know, I mean, I think um, I mean prepare yourself. I think Johnny Smollett. She going she for she the Emmy off. in that one. You know, you said it, you know. Yeah, she's running off with it. Yeah, right. I remember because it was so strange just the way we shot. We were never we were never really apart. You know what I'm saying? Like there were days where I would work. There were episodes where I'm working a little a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? But that yeah. that episode, shit, I showed up to work maybe four times out of that shooting <laughs> schedule. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? I've worked yeah, you know, a week off. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? You know? Uh but when I saw that episode, I went, Oh, it's that's a wrap. That's yeah. It. 
it's it's a, re- it. it's a really it's a really and again it, it it speaks to just the layers of the show i mean yes the show is about these monsters i want to i want to get into that side of it a little bit like the literal monsters that you see mm-hmm. but and mm-hmm. of course it's also about the actual monsters that you know can you know harm and 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 murder black folks i mean this again it's it's not ancient history it wasn't that long ago when the, when right. when this show takes place but i i have to wonder like the show is it is a horror you know and again and sometimes episode yeah. 3 yeah I turn my turn my tv up a little bit that sound bar i'm like oh what like you know i'm i'm, I'm bugging out in yeah, the living yeah, room yeah. so how cool. like were you hype to be in a horror a horror show were are you a fan of horror the genre at all or yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I, I, I realized, I mean, I think I've watched every single Stephen King okay. movie, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's, that's pretty much ever been made. Me and my siblings, you know, yeah. I mean, watch this, man. You sit, you sit in a, in a dark country house with your two siblings, your grandmama, you know, maybe uh, you know, 50 feet away. Y'all curled up around this TV mm-hmm. watching Stephen King's It and all the characters are your age. Yep. Oh man! When I say me, there's three of us. We were yeah. on top of each other in that bed yeah. that night, yeah. on top of each other. You know what I'm saying? It was deep, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I love, I love, I love the uh, the feeling I got from it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The thriller right. horror vibe, you know. Right. And up until this point, had not really entered into that world, you know. Yeah. And so to do that, you know, and to do it, it's odd to say, right? But kind of as a black man. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like not just a character, you know, but like, no, the protagonist, you know, the protagonist's family in this story are black folks. You know what yep. I'm saying? So rare. Yeah. You are exactly. You are. I mean, yes, rare, brother. You know, like, like you are feeling it in a different way. Like, you, it's, it's wild. You know what I'm saying? The monsters come out, and it's like these are monsters. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, as Misha Green would say, it's wild as fuck. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, like I, I mean, I would just. She would say that to me, and I'd be like, "Okay, no, John, it's gonna get wild as fuck." That's how she would say, it. and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, let's roll, let's roll, let's roll." And I didn't know what she meant until, I mean, literally until we would get to set, and I'd see what they call the previs, and I see what the animal looks like, mm-hmm. you know. And me and Jenny would have, I mean, we had like, we would like, okay, this is a track meet week. This is track meet week. We'll be running. <laughs> Yeah, y'all move. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah. You know, that's why I was on them PB and J's. Right. You know, it's right. more about keep, keeping my way up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was like, I need furnace, to. Yeah. You feel it's, me? Yeah. It's funny you said that note about playing black protagonists too, because again, not to get into too many details, but there's a great moment next week. Next week deals with haunted house stuff, mm-hmm. and there's a great yeah. moment where you just kind of say, "Well, you got to move out." Which is what black people always scream at the screen, usually yeah. watching a white horror movie. That's funny. I think the line is. I think it's time to go. But you know, it's uh, as it's interesting that you specifically mentioned Stephen King because I, I I'm trying I was trying to wonder why, and I guess the only thing I can think of, and it it, it makes perfect sense as to why everybody knows who Stephen King is. Those were right. some of the only movies that they would play on TV. Like ABC Correct. would have it would be a miniseries. You would get like three hours one night, three hours the next night, and at for right. the time it was one of the most things watched. On TV, it's 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 insane Bro, to take terrifying. It, it was they had it. It was um, gosh, it's like Salem's Lot or whatever. Like, like all all those yeah old, yeah yeah all those old uh, Stephen King books, those big thick books turned into right, big right, ass right. TV miniseries for it that would just right. you know own a couple days of the week. That's funny. That is funny. You know, and th- and then you had like what like Goosebumps and like right tales from the tales from the crypt right you know right. what I mean. And this show is almost kind of in the spirit of those, and because you're getting some, a new flavor every 100%. week, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, keep what keep going, because like I mean, we. That's the dope thing about the show, man. Because it's like every you know, someone asks, "What was your favorite genre to play in?" I said, "Lovecraft Country." When it's all said and done, it's its own genre, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's we, what we've done, you know, and hopefully, as it rolls, it rolls out through October. You know, people will go. I don't know how to categorize it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like yeah. you can't just put, you just can't put a label on it, which is which is dope because, as as Montgomery Allen said in Last Black Man in San Francisco, people aren't just one thing. Right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And we as a culture, not just one monolith. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. like we contain multitudes, and on many levels, on the meta level, where 
Misha Green and his brother Jonathan Kidd mm-hmm. and um, Sonya Winton, these the other writers on the show, mm-hmm. literally expanded the genre from themselves. They they didn't copy and paste nothing. You know right. what I'm saying? They yeah. had all these ideas inside of them, mm-hmm. you know, and then had the artistry to put a spine through it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and connect it all together. I mean, it's quite it's quite phenomenal. Yeah, you know, I, I think. We watch a lot of TV, and this is like literally one of the first shows in a long time where I cannot predict what's going to happen next week. Right, right. Oh, my brother, my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's laughing. I ain't seen nothing yet. (laughs) Oh man, no. Well, no, I'm laughing because I had the same experience. You know, I was in Thailand when I got no, I was in Vietnam with Spike when I got, Mm. and we were right towards the end when I started getting the scripts because I literally went from like we rapped, I rapped Vietnam. My late grandmother's funeral was literally the day before I got into Atlanta. Oh wow! And I, wow. I just there was just no way of making it. You Probably know, hear that, yeah. rest in peace. Appreciate yeah. it. You know, uh, I mean, she's with me. You know, mm-hmm. Lovecraft season one is for uh, Ernestine Anderson. There you go. You know, it's there for my go. grandma. That's that's what I that's what I decided, and that's what it. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that's what I meant. Everybody didn't show up. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Right. In that in that scene, mm-hmm. you know, everyone didn't show up, and I was waiting on grandma to get there. And, she came in and she did a thing. You know, mm. if I talk to her, if I use her son's song about her husband, I'm gonna get grandma. You know? There you go, and it worked, and it worked. Shit, man, I'm talking about my grandma. I lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was getting those scripts in mm-hmm. Vietnam, right? Mm-hmm. And I was reading them and having the same reaction you was having, bro. Like, oh shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> and then I started texting Misha, being like, "Girl, this is sick." Like, what? The f-? And I believe, I, I guarantee you, I have one text message from her saying, "Yeah, I know." Period. It's wild as fuck. I, it's wild as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's me. When I yeah. when I asked her about how hands on uh, Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams were on the show, she was kind of like they weren't really hands on at all. One because they knew I could handle it. I'm like, yeah, of course you can handle it, Misha Green. I, I'm, I'm not even trying to disrespect, shit. but yeah, it's like, don't you know, talk that shit. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah. That's why I said I respect the hell out of you for even saying it because uh, a lot of people mm-hmm. would. A lot of them would give them the props because they are the. They're the names, but you know, you can tell that the, the Misha's DNA is all over, you know, the, 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 the roots of this show. And, and, and it's, sure. it's, it's honestly better for it. You need someone like that at a, for a show like this. I love a natural segue though. Cause you mentioned being in Thailand. So we, we, we have to talk about g- working with Spike Lee being yeah. the son of Delroy Lindo in a film Delroy yeah. Lindo in a what I think what a lot of people call him might be a career best, and that's a high bar. Yeah, for this for this this performance you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. What was your experience like in, in shooting the Five Bloods? Well, it's like this, blood, as we would say on set. It's mm-hmm, like this, mm-hmm. blood. <laughs> I feel like I'm assigning Michigan Green. Spike is the goat. You know what I'm saying? Delroy is the goat. You know. Everybody's there for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, it felt it felt very much like we was all out of pocket. You know, it felt like we were the first you know U.S. Olympic team. Uh, Word. They threw us overseas and said, "Okay, go win, Mm. go win." And rookie, you on the team to go ahead. You know what I'm saying? That's really what it felt like. You know, and it's us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be straight with it. It's us. You know what I'm saying? We don't do that check checkmate shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. When you do that, it's like you ain't you ain't about it. You right. know what I'm saying? If you're trying to run all over the young boy, if the young boy is trying to outshine and bully you, you know what I'm saying? That's for the birds. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I ain't going to say we ain't men. You know what I'm saying? That we didn't brush up against each other, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that did happen because that's what happens. You and we're artists, yeah. right? So yeah. we're ordering. And, and, you know and when you're saying? playing a relationship of that, that nature. Yeah. Right. There's you a know lot of tension saying? in that relationship. But because of that, because of the lack of, I would say, toxic black masculinity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because the lack of that, we got to get in there, man. And we got to you can always tell how something is going when they say, you know, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? When they when we improv. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And if you can improv because everybody that says they can improv, it's like, no, you can maybe, you know, lie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like riff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but a true improv is is a jazz session and everybody's gotta play. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Everybody's got to get in there and move and shake and trust the other person and really go out on the limb. And, you know, and there's the scene on the boat, man, where Brother Lindo is, is having his first episode, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And Spike, he had scripted some of it. And then 
we just kept going. Uh-huh. We just, Delroy, right, you know, just kept going. And Clark Peters picked it up. And I'm a theater kid, man, so I can improv for days. You wow. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, and so we just kept rolling and kept rolling and kept rolling and kept rolling and kept rolling. And Spike was like, get it, get it, get that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was all in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he was saying, keep that, keep, you know what I'm saying? And we began to work, you know. So my experience with, first and foremost, Spike mm-hmm. was incredible. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was one of those moments where he goes, yeah, it was like it was like that. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Right. Go yeah. ahead. I mean, Spike... Spike has Spike has been on me about like, you know, stop that. You know what I'm saying? I say, like, I'll keep my head down, doing my thing. Stop that. Stop that. He would say to me, Stop that. Mm-hmm. You know? I was actually two days after Five Bloods kind of hit Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He said, Stop that. Stop that. You know, you know what you're doing. You know, don't play that, don't play that soft shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's what's that. up. And that, and that and that's how we worked. You know what I'm saying? It was like, no, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Because the cheat sheet with all things, you know, look at you guys. It's a beautiful com- combination here. Oh, one you. plus one is three. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Y'all got something else going on. You know? I mean, I was, ex- I was very excited to come join y'all. You know? Thank you. That, I, I, I really appreciate you saying that. Really, really. Because yeah. again, it's it's not, it's no, no bullshit flows through, th- flows through this conversation. And I, yeah. I, I was looking through, I was like, because, I, I mean, you know, to be frank, it's been a conversation about, you know, let we, we need to talk to Jonathan at some point, you know what I mean? So I knew, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. something was going on, but just the amount of times where we've gone back and been like, yeah, you guys are talking about some cool actors over there, but, like, have you seen this? And I'm po- I'm literally pointing at <laughs> Jonathan running up a hill in, in, in Vietnam, you know, because oh, he got wow. the gold. I, I remember having the, you know, I was trying to get that scene because we wanted to use part of it for something, and... um. It was just like, damn, this is just, it's, again, it, it makes sense because I talked to Spike after seeing the film around the time the trailer mm-hmm. dropped out, dropped in. Um, I was trying to get mm-hmm. him to talk about some of the performances, but he was really big on just being like, look, you know, I have a cast. I, I, there's mm-hmm. a reason why I picked these people. And, mm-hmm. you know, it sounds like he's just like, they know what the fuck to do. And I, it's, it's mm-hmm. good to hear you bolster that point, you know, just the fact that he's like, nothing's on the page keep going and we're going to catch it all and and it turns into something that's a really you know important moment in, in, in a very important film yes sir yes sir great yes, sir. now i want to spin off from that because you know cal saying how big of a fans we've been of yours and it really feels like you're just getting started right uh you mentioned earlier you know we were talking about yaya you said a, a journeyman on, on a similar path how are you kind of envisioning your path you know you're about to start filming a new job tomorrow, you said, but yeah. what, what's what's kind of like your goal, if you have one, like a big picture going forward of, you know, what you want to choose, projects you want to choose, different roles you want to take? Yeah, I mean, I think the transition is like, it's like this, blood. <laughs> I love that. It's like this, blood. <laughs> you know, I think when we start out, you know, there's a word I really like called juvenilia, which means the beginning of, you know, you're, you're at the beginning of your career, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Now, I, 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 this is it, you know, unless, uh, unless I'm out at 35, you know, 40, you know, the Lord takes me, you know. But it's just beginning, you know, mm-hmm. I believe that. And uh, the big transition that's happened, and Yaya and I have spoken about this a bit, or, or maybe not, or maybe we text about it, I don't know. But he's a, he's the type of brother I would, I would talk to about it. The shift happened, you know, when you're in school, you know, when you, you're trying to come to Hollywood, you're trying to come to New York, you really think about hierarchy, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we've talked about Delroy Lindo, we've talked about, you know, but if I asked you, we don't even talk about it, right? We don't even give the answer, right? If I said, who's the greatest actor of all time in our culture? Who would you say? You know exactly who you're going to say. Yep. Right? Okay, we all, and we all, uh, all going to say the same guy. You know what I'm saying? You know? I mean, you can you can, you can be artsy if you want to, but then you'll be, you'll be, you'll be uh, debated <laughs> down and you will land on the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that mentality. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, say it's out. all got the it's same out. name, right? Okay. Say his name. Yeah. Say his name. That's amazing. Then it's out. You know what I'm saying? The deep thing about that is like, that is what, that's not us. I mean, D is, you know, the man. He's the man. Mm-hmm. We are all here because of D. Right. You know what I'm saying? We are all, we are all the children of Spike Lee and Denzel Washington, right. respectfully. That's just right. it. You know what I'm saying? Like you couldn't be a, you know, prodigal son and run off and do whatever you want to. But we are all here mm-hmm. in this game, you know, because of these two brothers, you know. So I said to say this, that our generation and and the mantle I've kind of taken up is to kind of not debase that idea, but 
you got to shift it. You know, it's not about hierarchy. It's not about who's going to be the next Spike Lee or the next Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. It's about territory, you know. And so as I look at my next pieces, you know, or my next jobs, I'm looking for territory, you know, but not external territory, interior territory. What part of myself have I not yet explored yet, right. you know? And so on that note, I would say, I mean, actually right now I'm I'm hung up on Hamlet, you know? Oh. I'm, hung, I'm hung up on Hamlet and trying to figure out how to, how to freak it so we can we can we can tell that story. Well, you know, yeah. Atticus and let go ahead. No, I was gonna say that you're 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 doing that for the harder they fall. No, 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 no. The harder they fall, the harder they fall is I mean he's a cowboy, right? Yeah, I mean, he, that's what I was he, trying he, to figure out. Like I know that was a western cowboy yeah. outlaw. Okay. Uh-huh. No, but, but you could, but, you could but do Hamlet on, on, a, on a, a cowboy if you wanted to. I was was tra- like, but watch this. I mean we could do Hamlet in yeah, you know what I'm saying? Anarchy did it on motorcycles. <laughs> this is what we're saying, you know. What I mean? This is what we're saying, you right. know. But no, I like to take that. I like to take that to the stage or some, you know. Ooh. I like to take that to the stage, that you know. Cool. It's for the homies, you know. what I'm saying the expansion of the culture, mm-hmm. you know. what I'm saying, and the beautiful thing about black culture is, black culture is American culture, and the more clear you make that, the more you expand that, the more you expand American culture. And as we know, American culture pushes, you know, global trends and etc. onwards. So. As an artist, my my intention is to make an impact on the most people possible. You know, one of the reasons I feel so humble to be, you know, doing doing the Lovecraft thing. You know, I'm getting a shy all of a sudden, but you feel me? I was I was I was I'm because I know with the harder they fall, it's a it's a Jay Z is a producer on this project, correct? Yeah, definitely made my radar go up. The 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 one the the conversation you're having it sounds like a conversation that you know you and Hove would probably sit and eat up for a couple of hours. Have you, have you talked talk to Hove? Like what's your relationship with him? And if you have a relationship at all, what's that relationship like? Best thing about, did you go to the gold party yet? <laughs> oh yeah. I was there last year. Talk yeah. about it. Talk yeah. about it. Well, okay. Ah, uh, nah, but I will say this. <laughs> That's NDA. We'll, we'll say, yeah, we'll, I will... we'll, we'll turn their mics off and everything. We'll talk about it later. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would say I would say uh, as I was moving into disrespecting everybody's privacy, but as I was moving closer to the premiere, I heard from the gods. You know, I heard from the people I needed to hear from, and even people I didn't think I needed to hear from. You mm-hmm. know, and I felt their support. You know, the aforementioned was was a part of that wow. commune. You know what I mean? So it's like that. Damn, I, look, <laughs> like, looking at Jonathan Majors talk about stuff like this, it makes me wonder. And I don't, I, I don't know if I'm speaking something into existence that wasn't there priorly, but Jay Electronica the movie starring Jay-Lec- Jonathan Majors. <laughs> I, I mean, I, Hove, it, it, I look. You can hit me up, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, all that. We can talk this out. Nah, but um, I think that's really dope. It seems like you would be among uh, among uh you know, the right company, you know, in, in, in Jay and The Rock and things like that. Yeah, they're cool. Well, J- well James Samuel. Uh, yeah. Uh, brother. Yeah, he is our uh, Bullet. Bullets. He's Word. he's our director. He's he's our director. I'm actually, I'll probably, when we finish up with this, I'll probably grab my guitar and walk my dolls up to his place. And, okay. and oh, that's rehearsal. what's up. Okay. You know? Ask him if he found his backpack. Oh shit! He's gonna love that. He's gonna love that you said that, bro. Oh man! Oh, I can't wait to tell. That's funny. Yeah, tell. You got the yeah. you got the right one. Frazier's like the, one of the the b- biggest Jay Z fans that I know. For real, for real. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I mean, talking about you know a western. What, what what's that life like? You know, you you you're, you're tackling Jim Crow and horror, and now like the flip side is. The Wild West. What's what's that transition been like for you as an actor? It's been great, you know, because the territory of uh, so I play a fellow named Nat Love, okay. mm-hmm. and Nat Love is very different from Atticus. You know, uh, no spoilers here because of it's, uh, it's in the log line, you know. But Nat Love, his parents were killed when he was ten years old. You know, mm-hmm. and when you meet Nat again, you know he's thirty. Mm-hmm. You know. We want to change the script a little bit because I turned thirty one in two day in uh, two weeks. So. Right, right. Oh. Happy early birthday! Happy, Happy early birthday! birthday. Uh, peace, peace, peace. You know he's thirty one and he's on his vendetta. Mm-hmm. The way I see it is he's trying to make he's trying to make good and make things even. Mm-hmm. You know, he feels that you know in his life you know he been he was put at such a deficit. You know, and in this case, the person that took from him was not some raging racist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All stories are different. Like you know. Lovecraft is kind of man versus, it depends on how you look at it, but 
you can look at it in two of the four ways. You can look at it man versus society, mm-hmm. right? Which is which is which, which is if you looked at the family of the Freemans, and that includes the uh, Lewises and, and Baptists and even the Braithwaites, it'd be us against society. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I, I I'm playing it as as man versus self. You know, anarchist kind of going up against itself. You know, but that's that's my business. Mm-hmm. You know, but in that love is man versus man. You know, yeah. that's the first thing, you know, man versus man. And then again, because of, of the archetype he plays of the hero, the hero is always is always self versus self. You know, that's right. that's, that's the journey, you know, yeah. but the exterior, the plot that's being I feel like I'm in school. The plot that's moving things forward, which I don't mind. I'll talk this shit all day. Yeah, yeah, the plot yeah, moving yeah. things forward. You'll say the plot moving things forward is man versus man. Mm-hmm. And in that case, it's not love, which I play versus Rufus Buck, played by uh, Idris Elba. And that's all good to say, because everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's on, you know, and it's uh, it's, it's high octane. You know, it's full on high octane. We're galloping, we're shooting, we're running, you know, and we call it the New West on mm-hmm. set. You yep. know, it's the New West. It's the frontier that no one's seen before, you know, and yeah. Did you go back to watch films like Posse and some of the other black Western films to see at least what was done so you know what you, what you wouldn't need to uh, look into when you were trying to create this New West? That you were doing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also, I also, it's all about the, I, I would say, I won't say it's all about, but the subversion of it. You know what I'm saying? You know, John Wayne, Sundance Kid, which cast, you know what I'm saying? Like, those guys, you look at, you look at those, what those fellas did, Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. you know, you look at what they did, and you go, okay, cool, that exists now. What is it like for us? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and not in reaction, uh, but in conversation to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and and so in in putting that together, it's like this is the new West. You know what I'm saying? And and also, they live in towns where it's just black folks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we got a whole way of doing things. Mm-hmm. You know, a whole. It's actually more. It's actually more Geechee and African. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. More tribal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're on those horses. Like we we're riding with a different. You know, I'm literally riding my horse differently because I would have. There is no Western way of riding a horse. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know how to ride horses because we know how to ride horses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we rode horses in Africa. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, like, like right. to a degree, to a degree. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, just expanding the genre. You know what I'm saying? Expanding the culture. You know what I'm saying? Very much like uh, Brother Peel. You know, get mm-hmm. out. It completely blew up right. the horror genre. You know what I'm saying? So, what we're attempting to do here in The Heart of They Fall is completely put boot and spur up that genre's ass and completely expand it. You know what I'm saying? Expand it artfully, culturally, you know, thematically, and Uh tell this uh, tell this very ancient story. Right. You know, know, it's interesting. I know you call Last Black Man, Five Bloods, and Lovecraft kind of like a trilogy of black masculinity, but I'm starting Mm. to see even with this next one is an interesting thread through your work of uh, everything you choose is something that is expanding its genre and and pushing that forward. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I got a kid, you feel me? You know, she she came right when I was heading into graduate school. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's, it's and I, man, it's fucked up. I remember thinking, you know, all right, if I do this, I got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like the degree is not enough. The degree is so she knows it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Dad, Daddy did that. And then, you know, she's got, man, it's, it can be hard. Right. It can be really difficult to hold your head up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she's in she's in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It can be very difficult to hold your head up as a person of color, you know, as a woman of color. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so my job, I feel your job as a parent, you know, is to give your child opportunities. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things I can do for her because I'm her father, mm-hmm. right? But if her father can, and the people he works with, his collaborators, can bang, bang, bang against the status quo and the zeitgeist enough and make enough space for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She will then have a different experience, you know, than I had, you know, and I appreciate my experience. It got us here, Word. you know, but that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like right now we try to, right now I'm trying to explain to her that, you know, a red is not a boy color and pink is not a girl color. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, like, yeah. like that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? But if she, imagine us growing up where we'd be like, oh, you play golf? 
you know, that's white people. That's a white people sport, you know something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then we get Tiger come through. Tiger mm. Woods comes through and does his thing. He fucks us up down the line. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he ain't, you know, he he don't want to be down. You word, know what I'm saying? Word. But believe it or not, we still keep him. We'll still hold on yep. to him. You people know what I'm saying? Still like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he did that for us. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we need those champions. You know what I'm saying? Word. Unfortunately, until we don't. You know, Dude, until we don't. Are, I mean, hearing you talk th- about this way, especially in terms of legacy and what you would be able to pass down to your daughter in terms of, you know, the future and just understanding, but also the way you talk about the craft, do you write? Like, do you have ideas that you're planning on putting into, you know, films, be it short or, you know, feature length TV yeah. shows, stuff like that? I mean, I'm a poet. Okay. I, I can stand okay. up and say that straight. That makes know? sense. Okay. Um, I can see that. Uh, so I do that, you know, I'm trying to put together, not trying, there's no try. <laughs> You know, you know, I'm I'm, I'm putting I'm putting together a, a collection, right. but no, like like for instance, like we're not we're not really shooting yet, but I'll go sit with James and we'll go through the script, and I'll say, well, what do we say like this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We we, we go at this, we go at it this way, you know, go, go peace to the god, yes, you know, like he'll do his thing, <laughs> and we'll and we'll and we'll and we'll go with that, you know, Misha Green too, you know, I remember Misha one time I was I was working through the script and I said, well, what if we what if I and she texts me back, do not ask me about changing lines, no, oh, wow, just. Just, I mean, she, essentially, she was saying, "Go ahead." You know what I'm saying? Like Spike, go ahead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like once, you, once you, once you work at that. If not, let me just say this: if that frequency comes through you, the other person realizes there's no malice. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that, and that the same use that spoke to them to put it down on paper is the same use that is speaking to you. You right. know, and says, "Well, things have changed and shifted." You know, say it this way. Try it this way. One hundred percent. I guess that's 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 the key. I think to to people wanting to uh, come up in 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 the land of Hollywood. You you what they what what's the old saying? You get you catch more flies with sugar or something like that. Is, is that the adage? Oh, yeah. more flies with nectar than with. Uh, there you go. It, yeah. it, 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 if you if you give people a little, especially if you trust them enough to be in a position like that, you should then you know feel free to let them do what they do and because right. you and, if, and i can see it with someone like jonathan majors you know there's there's a lot of passion there you know there's a lot of connection there so i would say if you came up to me excitedly saying hey the way we just did this to my uncle that's fucked up we got to redo it i don't think i could say uh nah let me talk to you tomorrow <laughs> like i think at the very least i think we would need to welcome that because again at that point it's I she may have created it, but it's turned into something else, and it's it's more people are involved and more people are invested. So I, again, if you're on the come up, that's a key. That's a real major key. After this, Jonathan, are there any other scripture sign? Is there anything else you can talk about in regards to the future of a uh, Jonathan Majors films, TV, anything like that? Yeah, we got a really cool, 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 cool. They're all really cool, but there's something that's gonna hit pretty soon and really, really hard. You know, there's that. Um, that that I can't speak to, but you know, hit me. Uh, well, I'll give I, you all my shit. I, you know, saying hit me when it when it hits. I, yes, sir. But then after I finish this film, I'm gonna run off and do a film called Devotion. Okay. Up in Vancouver. Okay. With uh, our brother J D. Dillett. I don't know if you know J D. Why is that name familiar? He, well, he did. Uh, you know, you know, he I, did a film called. Um, Oh shit! Here I go. See, look uh, I, again. <laughs> don't edit this. Whoever, whoever's doing this, because I know the name is mad familiar. He did a. To say he's FN twelve twenty six in Rise of the Skywalker. There's something else he did though. That's not what I'm thinking of when I think of JD Dillon. What's this? Jacob name? Lattimore, my 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 baby oh, boy. Oh, Jacob, Jacob Lattimore. Lattimore from Slight. Yeah, Jacob and, Lattimore. And, and, and yeah. Slight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah, done yeah, it. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, JD, JD, listen to this, man. Sorry, bro. Nah, I got J- you, man. JD is an accomplished brother as well. No disrespect <laughs> yeah. to him at all. No so we're doing we're doing a film uh, called Devotion, mm-hmm. okay. uh, which follows these two pilots. I play a pilot named Jesse Brown. And uh, Jesse is, uh, I'm going back to Korea, Korean War okay. pilot, full on war film, mm, you know, oh, wow. full on. And, nope. uh, oh man, it's, oh man, it's, uh, it's incredible, you know, and I, we've been trying, we've been working on it for probably about, probably about almost a year now, you okay. know what I'm saying? Just like trying to, trying to get in bed and move it and massage it and meet. I think in the middle of quarantine, he sent uh, a new script, Glenn Powell is playing in it. Wow. We co-star together. He Glenn's a great guy. Yeah, Le- another another legend, another legend. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's on? You know, so that's uh, that's as much as I can say about everything now. But it's um, 
you know, you just got to clean your plate. You know, facts. Well, it sounds like you're staying busy. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Again, I, I, I would say that the, uh, the, the talking up of Jonathan Majors finally getting to watch less is, is outright, you know, succeeded any of our expectations. Uh, much Jeez. success to you, Jonathan. Thank you for coming through. And, Thank uh, you for joining, brother. Be, keep, keeping it real with God, us, brothers. you know, as long as you keep. And, and, and again, the, the offer's extended in the future. I think, you know, this won't be the last time you'll hear from us. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Jonathan. Peace, brother. Thank you very much. And there you have it again. A quick, well, I shouldn't say quick because we had a great conversation, but special episode, special bonus episode for the week. We still will be having our regularly scheduled episode drop this week, Wednesday, uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. We are there. For Fraser Tharp, this is Cal advising you as always. <sighs> Put your mask on. Keep your mask on if you're going outside. If you're going to be around people, especially people you don't know, uh, you don't. if you have something, you don't want to get them sick. If they have something, they don't want to get you sick. So just common courtesy, what's the worst that could happen? You get hot, you know, you, you could be getting hot and then, you know, be in a very different world than you thought you would be if you don't have that mask on. Six feet, tune in and watch less. Peace. Watch Less is hosted by Fraser Tharp and myself, Cal. Our producer is Taliba Newman. Our associate producer and sound engineer is Jasmine Plata. Our editor is Tyler Boltheis. Our production manager is Chancel Correa. Talent booker is Anthony Allred. Our junior booker is Austin Bailey. Our director of talent relations is Kristen Price Harrell. Senior Director of Operations is Jen Stewart. Watch Less is a part of the Complex Podcast Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.